Welcome in to the Husker Women's Basketball Postgame Show on 93.7 The Ticket. Welcome to, we're going to take care of two things tonight in the next two hours in the first 10 minutes or so. Going to recap a Huskers women's basketball win, and then we'll bring in the ladies to tell us what's going on and why they're not going to start tomorrow. They're going to start Friday. <laughs> so lots going on, uh, beach volleyball, women's basketball. I'm DP, 402-464-5685. Uh, you can hit the starter Heyman text line, Honda Lincoln hotline, same number. Or you can jump onto the live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, it is successful when your team walks in the door with 20 wins. It's even better when you walk out with 21. Nice record. Nice statement win on the road at Wisconsin. This was a gotcha game if they did not handle their business the right way. They, in fact, handled their business. Win 80-70. to 70. Uh, Kudos. At the top of the list, give it to Jazz Shelley. 20 points. Uh, five rebounds, four assists uh, in her 36 minutes. She's a plus nine on the floor. That was as good as it was uh, tonight for the Huskers. Let's go down the list. Izzy Bourne with 14, uh, two rebounds in her in her minutes. Uh, 11 for Sam Hybe, uh, along with seven rebounds and three assists. Uh, Jess Shelley led them in assists. She was third in rebounding. Of course, she led them in scoring. The numbers – Pay attention to these numbers because they've got one more home game before you go to the Big Ten tournament, and there's some things to correct and pay attention to. They shot 48% from the field. That's a number that we love. 41% uh, from three, seven of 17, and then 79% from the free throw line. They had their toughest rebounding game ever. Wisconsin battled them. They were plus one. That number is a number that you have to pay attention to as they head into the tournament. That number will dictate and determine how far they go in the tournament. Tonight's win puts them in a situation where it looks like they will have a first-round bye if they win this weekend. If they win this weekend against Northwestern at PBA. Northwestern currently sitting at 15-10. and 10, Play a meaningful game tomorrow, and my goodness gracious, they need to win. So, it will not happen easily for the Huskers. But... 21 wins, um, that matches an Amy Williams high. Uh, they have t- opportunity to get to 22 and to set their place firmly where they want to be in the Big Ten tournament next week. It's, look, show up at PBA. Show up at PBA. It's big. Um, through all the turmoil, all the questions, all the doubts, all the rumors, all of those things in place, there will be a time and place where – All things will be made clear. All truths will be told. Put a pin in it. Be patient. And then, in the meanwhile, we will cover this team from game to game and from day to day, as we should. Leave your opinion out the gate. We speak to fact. We speak the truth, we speak to the known, and then, as we know more, we do more. As my Angelou once said, do better as best as you can until you know better, and once you know better, do better. Here's to doing better. 21-7, and 
It's a good look. Again, Northwestern uh, popping up on the schedule to finish the season. And I think it's a great opportunity for the Huskers to make a statement along the way. Time to get right. right? You got some extra minutes for players tonight. Um, most of the starters and Bella Cravens were above the 24-minute mark. Um, and then the rest of the folks were right about nine, um, which looks like tournament minutes. That's the rotation. Strong six with a seventh uh, or eighth, depending on need. I think Ruby Porter gets minutes um, if she's healthy. Uh, Bella Cravens, of course, off the bench. And then tonight, um, Caton and Brown got minutes. We'll see how the minutes play out going forward. Good deal. Uh, Carter? Good to see you. How you feel? Feel good. How about yourself? All right, I'm good. I'm cold. Cold, yeah. It's, I'm cold. You know, I, one thing that uh, you know everybody in Lincoln can be thankful for is uh, my hometown up in North Dakota. It's about 20 degrees colder still. You so. stop bring. Don't wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I don't need that from you. I don't need that. I don't need whispers. Don't be calling out to 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 the to the winter uh, evil folks. They, I don't need them showing up. Stay where you are. Oh, I think I think they will. I think stay they will. stay up there. Look, I I got nothing for you. I got nothing for you. I'm tired. I don't like big coats. I don't like wearing like hoodies under jackets just to maintain. I don't like covering my face 24 hours a day. Like, stop it. Stop it. You'll get used to it. Do better, Mother Nature. Chill out. Have a glass of wine. Turn the fire place on. Do something. I'm, 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 I'm bothered. I'm bothered. So, again, we are live. So, 4-2-4-6-4-5-6-8-5. Uh, <laughs> I can now bring in the ladies. Let's give her a microphone. Let's swing this around. You know, when when in, in difficult times, you bring in really cool people, and it makes it much easier to get through with people who have good things to contribute and good things to say. Kenzie Knuckles, Nicklin Hames. Do I have to say Nebraska beach volleyball or can I just say Nebraska volleyball? What's the proper beach volleyball? Beach volleyball. So yeah. we should say that. Do you guys have your pairings? Do you know who's playing with who? We do. It's can official. you share those? Can you share those? I Coach Cook, I'm only asking to find out if I can ask. <laughs> Don't need no trouble from you. <laughs> can we ask? Can you can you disclose? Yes. yes. Okay. So I am playing with Lindsay. Okay. Krause. Uh huh. I am playing with Maddie. Okay. Uh, is this one and one, one and two? As far as seeds, rankings, pairings, how how's that work? I think it's a little bit confusing right now. Yeah. Okay. We're still kind of trying to figure out. I think where everyone's gonna play. You guys didn't have the octagon battle to the death uh, yesterday to figure out who was gonna go when they were gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's border town two teams enter one team leaves <laughs> kinda kinda um yeah it was like it's different it's difficult because we play thursday and friday and not it depends on like who you play how many teams they bring okay. so the teams that we're playing they didn't bring as many teams so it's kind of like on rotation right now of like some of us are going to play thursday and friday some of us are only going to play thursday and only friday like 
whatever. So, so it's like, this is it's a participation matchup. Everybody gets a trophy. Is that yeah? Pretty pretty much. <laughs> Everybody so. gets to play. We'll know more in Florida. Okay. Okay. So what's the story on why tomorrow was postponed? Weather. Cancer. Weather. So the they horrible couldn't get in? cold weather. Yeah, they're from. Yeah. See, Carter, Oklahoma, I told you Wesleyan. we're not wishing that on people. <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma Wesleyan. I don't think they could make it up here because of weather, um, and so it got canceled because it's been freezing. Was there any, was there any thought to maybe you guys like scrimmaging or? Yeah, we're at, we're gonna scrimmage tomorrow. I don't know if it'll be live streamed. Still, they set up all what? the cameras. What? But we are still playing each other tomorrow. <sighs> Look, Fun. people have been jonesing for volleyball, and now you're not going to get it. Facebook was all fired up; they were ready to get their, you know, their viewership mm-hmm. up, and now it's not going to happen. So, does the schedule, does your your daily schedule for Thursday, has that changed? Like what you were going to do it's if a, you had played, or is it similar? It's similar. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to in those time slots where we would be playing the other team. We're just now going to play each other, and then we're going to lift around um, our game time. Give, walk me through your 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 lifts, per se. What what are you all on the same program? Are you all do, does one group work on something different than somebody else? Is this a strength thing? Is this what is this? How's it built? So there's three different groups. Um, we do what is it called? The comp- it's like a compression board thing. Yeah, and you jump on it every day, and it kind of tests. Your velocity and force. your force. So there's a well balanced group. Uh, what's the other two? Low velocity, low force. So it basically just like measures out like how fast you're jumping, how hard you're landing, all of these things, like how much momentum you're using to get off the ground, and basically balances all of that. So if you're you're a lot faster than how much or how hard you're landing it's like okay it's going to tell you you have low force instead of low velocity and then like vice versa so then we get put into three different groups and basically a lot of them are low velocity is going to be like okay you are going to have like three leg leg curls or what's it called three leg stations and you're going to do a bunch of jumps. Low force might be a lot more of like squatting or hand cleaning, whatever that is. And then well balanced. We're just we're just chilling, chilling. Yeah, we do. I, a little, I, we I do a little bit sure. of both. Yeah. But this is trackable, right? So this is a baseline has been set for everybody on what their normal strength levels are, the, the conditioning, the cardio, all those things. Mm-hmm. Then you're you're tracking how much velocity you're putting on 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 your spikes, right? So. Are you? Do you know your numbers? Do you know how hard you? What, how many miles per hour you hit a? You hit the ball. Mm-mm. You don't pay attention to it. You just know when it's coming off the right way. Yeah. They don't do analytics on it. What? I think they do a little bit um, with NAPO at the beginning of season with all the hitters. They like put all these dots over you and they like measure your approach to kind of help with that in your arm swing, so you can get more velocity and work on it. So with service, I mean, I would think for all the people, especially because not everybody serves, right? Mm-hmm. So for the folks who do and the specialists, there should be some measurement to, to why this person is being chosen. Mm-hmm. Who, are the, who are the specialists when it comes to service? Present company included. Mm-hmm. Coach always says the best six servers are going to play. So, And we work on serving a lot. Yeah. It's like a main priority in our practices. Um, it's kind of hard to dictate just yeah. because like serving, I'm trying to think of a good like metaphor for it, but like, 
Actually, this might be really bad, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Go, so, like, do, go, go. Because I don't know do a lot it. about baseball. But, do like, it. with baseball, you might have a pitcher that's really good at, like, fastballs. You, know, you might have another pitcher that's really good at, like, knuckleballs or, mm-hmm. like, whatever that might be. So, like, we have a bunch of different servers that have to serve. And so, like, Nicklin, for example, can yo-yo really well, which is just, ba- like, making the ball drop. And it looks a little bit different. Like, Who's got the best slice? Like, the most movement? Movement... Kayla, maybe? I don't yeah, know. Kayla. Kayla's Kayla. a really good server. Right? Hers moves and, a lot. And late movement. Mm-hmm. Like those that kind of rock yeah. it off the and hand. Hers and hers like then... drop at the end yeah. line. Hers is really hard. See, that's what, I mean, through all of it, your rotations are pretty interesting. What about the back end of the roster? Is there frustration for them? Because they're the cheerleaders and the dancers and the choreographers. But as people go through the line and you come off, you're being replaced, and there are people who prepare to get back in the game, and there are people who are just chilling. Mm-hmm. Is that frustrating? Have have either of you had to go through that where you were at the back third of the roster? Stars yeah. are stars, and it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, <laughs> right? Stars are stars. Uh, I haven't, but – and I can't really speak for those people, but what I've seen and what I've heard them say, um, they're just all in on the team's success. And I think that's why we were so successful this year is because it was a we-over-me mentality, and we wanted whoever was the best six out there playing. And I think you could have really put anyone in, and we would have been fine too. Mm-hmm. How, many, how many of the roster play usually each match? Six on the floor, several rotations, service rotation – uh, defenders, where you're giving them a break. What's mm-hmm. the number? Let's see. So I stay in, Addy. So there are two middles Roddy, Kayla, Lindsay, Lindsay, Whitney, like nine or ten, I would say. Mm-hmm. Right. And does that shorten when the opponent's better? Um, Do you go to more personnel against Wisconsin or fewer people because there's less? room for wiggle Mm, i feel like it's like kind of up in the air it just depends how people are playing i would say since our team does have a lot of depth it's like if we're playing not as good as of a team you might have a little bit more of a rope so if you are a starter and you're making a couple mistakes but we're going to win this game. Like, okay, I'm going to keep them in there. They're going to have to figure what they're doing out if they want to be a starter. Like, I'm going to give them time, like, see how they handle this pressure. But if we're playing Wisconsin, it's like, okay, your your rope's a lot shorter. Like, we don't have time for someone to be messing up a bunch or, like, not getting their stuff together. So, it's – I would say more people. But it just depends, like, how the team's playing in general. Is it more important to have a good start to your season or a good finish? Good finish, finish, hundred yeah. percent. Because I think that's a like a really sign of a good, a great team is that development over time. I think that's what coach does really good is his teams peak at the right time at the end of the season when we're going into the tournament. And it's like you can be really good at the beginning of the season, but if all the other teams around you are getting better and you're staying the same, you're going to come up short at the end. How much in match adjustment is made? Like most sports you can see, folks are knowledgeable about football rotations and basketball rotations. Not so much with volleyball. Mm -hmm. How much adjustment is done? Like is it player 
you know, player substitution based? Is it scheme based? How's it work? Yeah, we actually make a lot of adjustments in the game that I don't think a lot of people um, know. And one of our, I guess, mantras that we always use is the great ones adjust because we can go in with a game plan and another player could be playing that we didn't scout or they could be doing something completely different. And a girl we thought that wasn't going to get set a lot gets set a lot and she's killing the ball on us. So we're going to have to make adjustments or if a hitter is hitting something else, okay, hey, we need to block line instead of blocking cross. Or if they're hitting over the top of me, all right, let's move Kenzie over the block so that she can be there to dig. Um, so there's a lot of defensive adjustments, I feel like, during the game. And then some offensive, just, hey, this is really working. Let's keep doing this. All right, our game plan was to set that. It's not working right now. Let's go to something else. But I feel like we actually make a lot of adjustments. But it's hard to see in volleyball, I think, a lot more. Well, that's what I said for the, for the, for the lay fan – from a coaching standpoint, I understand spacing and, and, and offense. And then the, sometimes, like, Jalen will say a thing, and I'm just going, you just spoke Greek to me. <laughs> like, I have no idea what you just said. I remember asking Jalen about you hitting from the back. Mm-hmm. And his explanation of it made perfect sense to him. And I said, uh, you need to break that down for me, bro, because <laughs> I don't understand it. So what makes it unique for you to be able to hit big from the back what does that allow this team to do um I guess the easiest way to explain it is you have outside hitters that are hitting constantly they come back row they can hit from the back row because they're six four they're that's what they do they hit Mm -hmm. but with length also comes a little bit less ball control usually not all the time just like there's Maddie Kubik she's awesome ball control She's tall, and she can hit. But usually, like, the taller you are, if you're a hitter, the less ball control you have. More moving parts. Right. So you can put a defensive specialist in, and they can pass, and they can dig, but then you just took out a a piece of offense. So now you have three hitters instead of four hitters, or two hitters instead of three three hitters, if Nicklin's front row, basically. So – I guess a cool piece was I got to pass and dig balls and I have good ball control, but then it also didn't really take out the offensive factor as it normally would, if that makes sense. What makes you a, 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 a better hitter than most defenders from the back? Um, she got hops. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a hitter in high school, okay. so that allowed me to do that. But usually just at the college level, if you're a defender, you're usually kind of short – you probably were a bro your whole life. Um, I love how you guys just change the lingo. Most volleyball fans go, bro. <laughs> oh, libero. Yeah, no, no, but I mean, but that's like I said, I being around it enough, you know those things. Right. So I was just giving that out. I, w- I saw the look on Carter's face, and I, <laughs> I went to make sure. I was like, wait a minute, did we get that? Um, so it. Do you know how high you jump? Is there purpose to? you knowing how high you can get up off the ground. Yeah, it's pretty important just because I am 5'7", so if my vertical is not high, then the Dana Redkeys of the world are just going to block me every time from the back row, which honestly usually works in my case because I'm 
Like usually when someone's hitting, they're like they're jumping high. You have a high blocker. Okay, that's perfect. Like right. balls on hand, right. which is what you want. Yeah. But because I'm shorter, the trajectory is a little bit different. So I usually like the girls that are like six seven. I'm like hitting yeah. their elbows and like armpits. Yeah, I was gonna stuff. say, is that purposeful? Do you ever want to just no. hit them right in the chest? No, it's not purposeful. <laughs> I, I just hit it like I used to, and then for some reason they're a lot bigger, so it just hits their armpits, and it. Most of my kills are just like dings off the like. It's never. Like I would cheat. Downs, I but. would totally target people. Like, I, like if I'm playing against somebody six six, you know what? Guess what? I'm hitting you right in the chin. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> like yeah, like I don't know if that's the rule, but okay, we might want to consider that. Okay. <laughs> we'll 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 take a break here, regather. I really want to find out the difference between how you communicate on the indoor game versus the outdoor game. All right? We want to get folks more informed on it. Truth be told, I want to know more. So that's how we're going to do this. You're listening to Talking Trash on 937 The Ticket.